Good evening, good evening. This is Speak Life Radio. I'll go tell my brethren ministry with your sister in Christ, Rachel, Carlene, Renee, a servant and daughter of the Most High God, Lord and King. Welcome to Speak Life, beloved, to all those the Lord have sent in the name of Jesus. I am lifting up my whole household along with myself. I'm lifting you and your whole household, beloved. I am lifting the kingdom family worldwide, the beloved of God, the martyr saints, persecuted saints, those trutting down, those taken by men stealers, those feeling weak, weary, withered, and even worn, lifting them and lifting up their families, their communities in the name of Jesus and ministries worldwide. Yes. And we're lifting up children worldwide in the name of Jesus. Yes. So let's go to the throne father in the name of jesus i thank you lord for this opportunity and i thank you for being god all by yourself lord i pray we bless your holy name we bless your name lord god we thank you for power love and the sound mind we thank you that no weapon formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises in judgment thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and our righteousness is of you, thus says the Lord. And we thank you that all our children shall be saved. And we thank you that our seed shall inherit the earth. We thank you for allowing us to be heirs in Christ Jesus. We thank you for all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. We thank you that all the promises of God are yea and amen, that we can do all things through Christ, which strengthens us. And that with you, Lord, nothing's impossible with God. All things are possible in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that your divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of you, Lord. So I pray that you've granted us the knowledge and the wisdom to seek your knowledge, even when we lack wisdom. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I just I thank you for being God all by yourself. Because there's no way I could do anything without you, Lord. I'm falling down when you're trying to pick me up, Lord. And I just thank you. I pray that a breath of, of joy is sent to both sides of this camera. I'm praying that we really just keep holding to your good and mighty hand, Lord. That we just really lay in your bosom and rest and allow you to do the work that you've already predestinated, that's already finished. We're just walking through the process. Help us with the process, Lord, that we don't curse you and die as we go through trials and tribulations that we don't turn away, Lord, because sometimes it gets really heavy. Sometimes it gets hard, but we need to lay down all our heavy burdens and all our burdens upon you. But many times we just don't know how to through our will. Lord, so... I know you've been long suffering and merciful with us, but continue because remember, we're just mere men. We come short of your glory and all our righteousness is nothing but filthy rags. And, and remember this sinful flesh that we're in, in the carnal mind that we have to wrestle with. And then the outward enemies too, Lord God. You do such a great job in strengthening us. In our weakness, your grace is always sufficient and your strength is made to its fullness. When we lay it down and pick you up in, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that everything 
that is a hindrance, a lie, that is confusion, Lord God, and that is not your perfect will be bound up right now and cast in the pit of hell for which it came. And I pray that you loose all your goodness and all your wisdom and understanding, instructions, prudence, equity, knowledge, and discretion and obedience upon your children in Jesus' name. So good evening, good evening to you. Yes, this is Speak Life with your sister in Christ, Rachel Carlene Renee, on this August 25th, 2023. So what I came to talk about, either we rise or we fall. Either we rise or we fall. Mm-hmm. Either we rise or we fall now. It is, uh, the middle is the starting point. So I don't know what I was thinking about. I know I had thought of something and that came to me because I was like, wait a minute. We're in the earth. We're in the earth. I know this came to me earlier too, but I I don't remember quite what crossed my mind that brought it back to my remembrance. But we're in the earth. So God gives us the opportunity to arise or we can sit in the seat of the scornful and we can fall. We have the choice to a certain degree. We have a choice Um, how we live our lives. We have a choice. So this is the word that the Lord gave me. And this is what I'm going to read to you. We're going into Ezekiel house. So I believe he he gave me this word early this morning or last night, one or the other. And I said, okay, Lord, um, this is a word we've talked about a few times on Speak Life. We haven't talked about it this year, I don't think. And I'm not sure when last year we talked about it, but we're in Ezekiel house, and this is commission. We might have talked about it last year. Um, this is commission. So we're in chapter 33, and he sent this word to heal us and deliver us from all our destructions. Lord. And so he sent this word to me again as a reminder. I don't know what I was thinking about, what I was feeling, what emotion. I don't know. But... Um, he sent this again to me to remind me of my purpose and for somebody else. Okay. So Ezekiel 33 is a sobering word. So prepare. Okay. Verse one, again. So as truly was again. So this is a word he's not only just spoken to me, to somebody else too. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, speak to the children of your people and say unto them, when I, the Lord, bring the sword or word upon a land, if the people of the land take a man of their coast and set him for their watchmen, so they're putting this person in position, if when he sees um, the sword or the manifestation of the word come upon the land, he blowed the trumpet and warned the people. Then whosoever hears 
the sound of the trumpet. Jesus is the trumpet. So whoever hears the sound of the word, whoever hears the word, okay, and takes not warning. Don't just totally disregard what's being said. If the sword or what God has declared the word come and takes him away, his blood should be upon his own head. He heard the sound. He heard the voice. He heard what God was saying of the trumpet and took not warning. His blood should be upon him. But he that takes warning shall deliver his soul. So he that takes heed to what the proclamation is that's coming for. All we have to do is go into God's word if it is written. Okay. So whoever professing this word, confessing this word, teaching this word, preaching this word to, to someone. If somebody's preaching what God says, then it's up to us to take heed. It says, but if the watchman see the sword or the manifestation of the word, come and blow not the trumpet, declare not the word, and the people be not warned. If the sword come and take any man, no, I don't say that, take any person from among them, he is taken away in his inequity. So this he is male and female, because he says the people or person. It's in people. It says, if any person from among them be taken away in his inequity, um, uh, taken away from among them, he is taken away in his inequity, but his blood will I require at the watchman's hand. So you, O son of man, I have set you a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, you shall hear. Now, the one that the people set, if, if, if when he sees, but who God have set, he says, therefore you shall hear. Okay. So it says the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Okay. It says, when I say unto the wicked, O wicked man, thou shalt surely die. You shall surely die. If you do not speak to warn the wicked man uh, from his ways, that wicked man shall die in his inequity, but his blood will I require at thy hand. I think I was thinking about such harsh words, Lord. And, okay, so are you going to profess what I'm saying or you're not? Are you just wanting the people to feel good about it? Because this is not the season. This is not the time of feel good. Church, playing church is over. God is serious with us. So it says, um, he shall die in his inequity, but his blood will I require at your hands. So no, sir, no, ma'am. Mm -mm. nevertheless if you warn the wicked of his way to turn from it if he do not turn from his way he shall die in his inequity his sins but you have delivered your soul therefore O son of man or child of God speak until the house of Israel that includes the church mm -hmm. 
Thus shall thus you speak, saying, if our transgressions, if what we do in sin, and our sins be upon us, if we die in these things, right? And we pine away, wither away in them, how should we then live? Because, you know, we once saved, always say that is, uh-uh. because if we're living in our salvation, we're following what God says. If we're living out of, we go to church and we got baptized. When God and the manifestation of God's word is active right now too. Many of us can't even see. But due to the fact somebody's coming and blowing the trumpet because I know I'm not the only person in the faith that God has given this word to. So if we pine away, wither away in our sins, the question is, how should we then live? We will not have eternal life. Let us not deceive ourselves. And let no man deceive us, because this is what thus says the word. All you got to do is get your Bible. I'm a King James type of gal, so get your Bible and follow along, okay? Say unto them, as I, the Lord, live, says the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked, but the wicked turn from his, her, their way and live. Have eternal life in Christ. Turn you, turn you from your evil ways. For why will you, ooh, okay, well, we bind it, okay. Why will you die, O house of Israel? And church folk, the body of Christ. Okay, get a click. Therefore, you son of man, say unto the children of your people, the righteousness of the righteous the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him, them, her, us. In the day of our transgression. So if we're walking upright in Christ and we decide to start going into the world of darkness, whatever sin it may be, it says, it's, uh, what what we know to be righteous or what we have done previously in Christ will not save us. It says, um, as for, it says, uh, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him or them or her in the day of their transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, now it seemed like in spirit I could hear somebody, but we're under grace. Hmm, that's true. But the church's faith, the believer's faith, the Christian's faith is built off the prophets and the apostles. There has to be accountability. Ooh, what happened? Why is this there? We bind it because we're going to get this word. So our faith is built upon the prophets 
and the apostles. Otherwise, um, what is our, our faith built on? Okay. We have to know what we're standing on. So let me put King James because they have totally tried to disregard King James. So second, um, Ephesians 2, not second. Ephesians 2. Ooh, okay, there you go, Lord. Ephesians 2. I'm starting in, uh, man, on verse 11. Wherefore, remember that you being in time past Gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, the Lord, the word of God, being aliens or separated, from the commonwealth, common salvation of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promise, okay? Having no hope and without God in the world, but now in Christ Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh or near by the blood of Christ, the Lord, the word of God. We are made near by the word of God. So I have to plug in my computer because uh, give me a sec. My computer is plugged in. So what's really going on around here? Okay, this word is much needed. I am, this is not strange, but I can't, okay. So, it says here, now, where was I before I had to plug in my computer? But now, verse 13, Ephesians 2, but now, but now, in Christ Jesus, in the Lord, in the word of God, you who sometimes were far off are made nigh or near by the blood or the word of Christ, the word of God, the Lord. For or because he, Christ Jesus, the Lord, the word of God is our peace. Who, Christ Jesus, the Lord, the word of God, have made both one and have broken down the middle wall of partition between us, between us and God, upward, arise, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, hatred, separation from God, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances for to make in himself, to make in the Lord, the word of God, Christ Jesus, of twine or two, one, new man so making peace so it will no longer be 11 tribes in one they're going to come together they're going to come together you find that too in ezekiel the dry bones chapter is no longer going to be a, a separated house everything is going to be one of the house of israel it says and 
uh, reconciled back to God. And that he, the Lord Jesus, the word of God, might reconcile both the 11 tribes and the one unto God in one body by the cross, by the cross and by the word, because the cross is a symbol of the word. Having slain the enmity, the hatred, the separation, the division, the hostility against God, thereby, thereby the blood, thereby the word of God, okay? And came and preached peace. He preached peace, which is reconciliation back to God. He is our peace. So he preached himself. He preached what God said. It says to you, which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. So they it, it was the original Hebrews and Jesus came to open up the church for us. So he preached to them that already knew and to them that was outside the commonwealth. It says, for through him, through the Lord Jesus Christ, the word of God, we both have, we both, the uncircumcised and the circumcised the Hebrews and the, uh, okay. Oh, it's a whole bunch going on here. Oh, I wasn't recording, but that's okay. The Hebrews and my Lord. Okay, Lord. The Hebrews. Okay. I got to get my thoughts together. The Hebrews and the Gentiles. He made them one. For through him, we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now, therefore, you are no more sojourners and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints, okay? And of the household of God and are built upon the foundation of the apostles. So this is where I was going. I just blanked out because I realized the camera, I clicked it off instead of uh, taking it off pause. Now, therefore, verse 19, Ephesians 2, you, the uncircumcised, the Gentiles, those outside the commonwealth of Christ are no more strangers. We're no more strangers. We're no more aliens because once Jesus reconciled us, we are known by God, okay? Once we receive Christ, and once he knows us, we are known, reconciled back to God. No more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens, okay? With the saints and of the household of God, the whole house of Israel, the new Jerusalem. And are built upon, our foundation is built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets Jesus Christ, the Lord, the word of God himself being the chief cornerstone. He brings us together. He brings the Hebrews in the church, the whole house of Israel. He's the middle. He brings us together and he's how we ascend upward. When we don't receive him, we shall fall downward into the pit. Okay. So going back to Ezekiel house, Ezekiel 33, help me Lord in the name of Jesus. It says, um, when verse 13, 
because uh, we met, we finished verse 12. Therefore, you son of man, say unto the children of your people, the righteousness of the righteous shall not deliver him in the day of his transgression. As for the wickedness of the wicked, he shall not fall. Oh, we didn't finish it. He shall not fall thereby. He shall not fall by wickedness, okay, in the day that he turns from his wickedness. So we all have the chance to turn from any form of wickedness. There is a warfare over this word, but this word is going forth because this is the word sent directly from the Lord. It says, neither shall the righteous be able to live for his righteousness in the day that he sins. So we can't say, oh, this is the Old Testament. Nope. This is Ezekiel, a prophet. So this is what our, our foundation of our faith is built on. Okay. When I say unto the righteous that he shall surely live, if he trusts in his own righteousness, instead of trusting in the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, if he trusts in his own righteousness um, <clears throat> and commit inequity and start to go into sin, okay? All his righteousness shall not be remembered. It's just like when we go for forgiveness and God says he won't remember our sin no more. So if we come out of the forgiveness that God has given to us and we begin to sin, he won't remember our righteousness no more. Okay. He says, uh, but for his inequity that he have committed, he shall die for it. So we can't say, but we're under grace. This is grace because this is the prophets and the apostles, which is the foundation of our grace and our faith. Okay. So it says, again, when I say unto the wicked, you shall surely die if he turn from his sin, receives Christ, receives the blood, become a son, okay? And do that which is lawful in God's word, God's law, okay, of the spirit, of the word, if he do that which is lawful and right, Jesus is right. He is righteous, okay? God is righteous. If the wicked restore the pledge, so go back to his first love because every man that's lit by Jesus Christ, every man that comes into the world is lit by Jesus Christ. So if he goes back to who called him, okay, into, this, into the world, into the marvelous light, um, give again, okay, so... If the wicked restore the pledge, give again that he had robbed, walk in the statutes, the law, the word of God of life, because Jesus is the life and the life came through the word, okay, without committing inequity. See, because once we receive Christ, the Holy Spirit guides us and the word tells us we sin no more, not intentionally. We don't practice sin. So it says... He shall surely live. He shall not die. If the wicked turns, um, if the wicked restores the pledge, give again that he had robbed, walk, which is God's glory, uh, because pride takes God's glory for our own. It says, walk in the statutes of life of the word, Jesus Christ, 
without committing inequity, practicing sin, he shall surely live, he shall not die. None of his sins that he have committed shall be mentioned unto him. He have done that which is lawful and right in God's word, okay? He shall surely live. Yet the children of your people say, the way of the Lord is not equal. But as for them, their way is not equal. When the righteous turns from his righteousness and commits inequity, goes into a life of sin or starts to sin, he shall even die thereby, die by the sin, okay? The inequity. But if the wicked turn from his wickedness, so once, if we are righteous and we turn to sin, we're now wicked. But when we turn, it says, but if the wicked turn from his wickedness and do that which is lawful and right, what God says, okay? He shall live thereby. So even when we fall from grace or even when we turn from the Lord, when we come back, not just keep doing it, but when we're in repentance with remission of sin and we are converted like Peter, once Peter denied, if you look at it, Peter was always mentioned separate. God said, Jesus told him, once you are converted, you should strengthen the brethren. So even if we walk away, right, and we come back and become converted and we repent with remission of sin, which is where we are now as the body of Christ, we should not be worrying about no revival. We should be worried about repentance with our whole heart with remission from sin, turning away from, okay? We must acknowledge where we truly are instead of affirming ourselves in inequity. It says, yet you say the law of the Lord is not equal. O you house of Israel, I will judge you, everyone after his way. So we're going to skip forward, uh, skip down. It says in verse 30, also you son of man, the person he has set, so even with the speak life, the person he has set to declare, to hear straight from him, he says, oh, um, also thou son of man, the children of your people still are talking against thee, against you and against the word I sent by the walls and the doors of the houses, even in the church, and speak one to another, everyone to his brother in Christ, in the, in, in the church, saying, come, I pray you. So people come to people declaring the, the gospel. Come, I pray you, and hear. So we're, we're hearing the word, right? Many people are coming to all types of pastors preaching this word and preaching sound doctrine. It says, come and hear what is the word. So we know it's coming from God that comes forth from the Lord. So we know it's written. Well, all we got to do is look in our Bible. So we know this is what God's saying. And they come unto you, the servant. They come unto uh, the person, the watchman that God have set as, as, but pretending, hypocritical, as the people comes. And they sit before you, as my people, as his people, but they're not, we're, many of us are not really his people. We have not received him and we're not receiving him. 
and they hear your words, but they will not do them. And this is a pill that pastors, teachers, preachers, evangelists, missionaries, bishops, whatever the case, those that are appointed by God and declaring this word, we got to settle this thing in our heart. We are sent to preach. We are sent to sow a seed or to water. We cannot force anyone to hearken, believe, nor do. Okay? So it is easier said than done. It says, but they will not do them. For with their mouth, they sh show much love. So even <clears throat> a lot of people sitting up hearts or not even sitting up hearts, people just sitting in the background. And, and, and people that can even repeat the word, it's not in the heart. It says, for with their mouth, they show much love, but their heart goes after their covetousness, greed, financial things, earthly riches, okay? Desires and lust. And lo, you are unto them as a very lovely song of one that has a pleasant voice and can play well on the instrument for or because they hear your words. So it's not like we're not going to people and we don't hear. We're going to give account for what we hear and heard. They hear your words, but they do them not. And when this comes to pass, lo, it will come to pass. Then shall they know a prophet have been among them. So when the wicked turns or choose not to turn when the righteous leaves their righteousness or choose to return when it's all said and done and we're in judgment it's going to come to pass we're not going to have no excuses that we didn't hear because many of us run to we probably run to at least 20 pastors in one week or whatever the case may be so we hear the word all we got to do is go line upon line, precept upon precept in our own Bibles, right? And we know that person is declaring with us, says the Lord. And in judgment, we're going to know that God sent a prophet to declare his will to us. Now, the manifestation of God's word is going forth. And this is one of the things that I got. The wind, the earth the water, and the fire. God promised these things. I have it written down. Oh, I didn't bring it. There is, oh, it's right here. There is written, written when we see these things that we know. So there is judgment by water, the flood. The flood was the first proof. There's judgment by water. There's judgment by water. Okay. Um, there's judgment by fire. Okay. Second Peter three, verse seven and ten, and Sodom Gomorrah. So we know there is judgment by water, there is judgment by fire, there is judgment by wind. Jeremiah four and twelve, Job one and nineteen. And in the book of Revelation, throughout Revelation, 
There is judgment by earth. Dathan in Numbers 16, when the earth opened up and swallowed. All those men that was in agreement with Dathan, their wives, their children, and their household. Mm -hmm. All of them. So we know there is judgment by wind, water, the earth, and fire. Okay? Revelation 16. Revelation 16 tells us here. And this is where I'm um I'm closing. Um, Revelation 16, verse 1. And I heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the sef seven angels, go your way. This is the angels with vials. So vials is a form of judgment. When it's poured out of a vial, you have the seven seals, the seven vials, and the seven trumpets, okay? All in Revelation. These are all the judgments okay but the seven vows when it's poured out of a vow is a judgment being poured out upon the inhabitants of the earth it says and i heard a great voice out of the temple saying to the seven angels go your ways and pour out of the vows of the wrath of god upon the earth and the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth and there fell newsome and grievous sore, a newsome and grievous sore upon men, which had the mark of the beast upon them, which worshiped his image. So there is a mark. And those that received the mark in their uh, right arm and in their forehead, they have pledged their lives. And it's through things we may not even realize it's through, okay? And that's when there's no buy, no sell, like 2020, okay? So when we receive the mark, the children of God receives a seal. The children of darkness will receive a mark, okay? And this is who they have the permission, the grant to destroy it. It says... And the first went and poured out his vial upon the earth, and there fell a newsome and grievous sore upon the men which had the mark of the beast and upon them which worshipped his image. There's a lot of people playing with darkness and worshiping the devil, and they think it's a joke, but it's not a joke. Okay. And the second angel poured out of his vial upon the sea, and it became as blood of a dead man. And every living thing, no, it doesn't say that. And every living soul died in the sea. And the third angel poured out of his vial upon the rivers and fountains of waters, and they became blood. And I heard the angel of the water. There's an angel in different things. And this is the angel of the water. There is also an angel of fire, which is written in verse 18 in Revelation 14. 
And another, and I'm going to read that right now. Uh, Revelation 14 and 18. And another angel came out from the altar, which had power over fire. And cried with a loud cry to him that had the uh, sharp sickle, saying, Thrust in your sharp sickle and gather the clusters of the vine of the earth, for her grapes are, very, are fully ripe. That is those that are the children of God. So take them out of the earth first. It says, And I heard the angel of the water say, you are righteous, O Lord, which are and was and shall be, because you have judged thus. For they have shed the blood of saints and prophets. This is why we got to be careful who we put in our mouth on and who, who we're trying to go after. It says, and you have given them blood to drink, for they are worthy. And I heard another out of the altar saying, even so. Lord God Almighty, true and righteous are your judgments. And the fourth angel poured out his vow upon the sun, and power was given unto him to scorch men with fire. And men were scorched with great heat, and blasphemy the name of God, which hath power over the, these plagues. And they repented not to give him glory. And the fifth angel poured out his vow upon the seat of the beast and his kingdom was full of darkness and they gnawed with their jaws for pain and blasphemy the god of heaven because of their pains and their sores and repented not of their deeds and the sixth angel poured out the vial upon the great river of euphrates and the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles which go forth unto the kings of the earth and the whole world to gather them to the battle of the great day of God Almighty. Behold, I come as a thief. This is Jesus. Blessed is he that watches and keeps his garment, lest or otherwise he walk naked and they see his shame. So we won't have no blood covering over us. And he gathered them together into a place called, in the Hebrew tongue, Armageddon. And the seventh angel poured out his vow into the air, and there came a great voice out of the temple of heaven from the throne saying, it is done. And there were voices and thunders and lightnings, and there was a great earthquake, such as was not since men were upon the earth, so mighty on an earthquake and so great. And the great city was divided into three parts. And the cities of the nations fell. And great Babylon, the world and the world system, came in remembrance before God to give unto her the cup of the wine of fierceness of his wrath. And every island fled away, and the mountains was not found. And there fell upon men a great hell out of heaven. Every stone about the weight of a talent 
and men blasphemy God because of the plague of the hail, for the plague thereof was exceeding great. So I send the word of God to the people, God, to the ears of God, to the hearts of men. I pray we have the ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the church. I pray we go before God individually in repentance. And then as the whole, as the body of Christ in repentance before our Lord, whilst we still have a chance. In the mighty name of Jesus, love y'all. Peace.